0: People need an income that's guaranteed to them. If you lose money to taxes, you never get that money back. You need to get serious about adding some lower risk. Greed. I don't like greed. The thing to be afraid of, honestly, is the thing that we're not thinking of, the black swan event. There's a tsunami
1: coming. Bye, bye, bye. Welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. Just coffee talk.
0: There's a lot of noise, a lot of chatter. Who do you listen to? Who do you not listen to? You have to stay focused.
1: A fun and informative look at the issues of wealth, retirement and protecting your life savings.
0: These advisors out there that were trained to sell, sell, sell and have all these fees, fees, fees. They don't wanna talk, talk, talk about this product (laughs) because they make less, less, less money. And now, retirement coffee talk with Sharice Rivers.
1: Hello again, and welcome to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. My name is Randy Cook, and each week, Sharice and I sit down here, have a lot of fun, actually, and uh, we talk a little bit about those things that you're probably wondering about. Retirement, you've been working your whole life, getting a paycheck every two weeks, and now... You're all on your own. How does that paycheck happen? And how are you going to have enough money to go for a 10, 15, 20, maybe even a 30-year retirement? That's what this show is all about. Charisse, how are you doing today?
0: I'm doing great. Good, good. The more we talk about retirement, yeah. the more I realize I'm not retiring. I'm just <laughs> just Honestly, I don't think you could retire me because... I love working so much.
1: Well, that's a good thing. I love thing. This. I
0: mean, this, is this a hard job?
1: It is not a hard job. I'm not digging ditches here. I know. I know. This is, <laughs> this is fun.
0: And then when you do TV all day long, it's exhausting. I change my mind.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that, you know, we talk about that a little bit here on the show, and that is that uh, it's kind of rewarding to sit down with people plan out a retirement, and then see them go on their way and enjoy themselves and then check back in every year and say, hey, Cherise, we we did that thing to Rome, and we went and we did this, and and we we brought the grandkids to Disney World. We did all those things, and you kind of get to have fun with that.
0: I really do. Um, I had a couple clients come back recently from a couple different trips, and one of them came back from Alaska, Mm -hmm. and they booked this last-minute trip, and they said it was like five grand, and we did this three-week Alaska trip on this cruise, to the point that, like, they got off the ship, but not the normal way. You know the Navy SEAL boats. Yeah, they sure. got on a Navy SEAL boat, and they're in these big, big jackets because it's freezing out. Right. And as they get on this Navy SEAL boat, which isn't really pretty aesthetically mm-hmm. pleasing, right? There's a champagne glass for them. <laughs>
1: and I went, really? And they
0: sent me a picture of it. I'm like. So you got off this beautiful ship to go do a land tour, and you got a glass, not not like a plastic cup, a glass of champagne. And they're like, yeah, look.
1: In and an inflatable boat.
0: I, it was. She's like, it was one of the coolest things they've ever done to this nice. day. And um, I, I just love that story. But there's always stories. But I enjoy when people come back from their trips and they're like, this is yeah. what we spent our money on, Cherise.
1: Make the memories.
0: Yeah. Those dollars are still coming in next year, right? I'm like, guaranteed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> love it. All right. Well, that's what this show is all about, is guaranteeing that income and doing that kind of thing in your retirement. Retirement years, One of the first steps that you can take is to take Sharice up on what we call Zinnia U. And these are educational workshops that Sharice does all across the area in the month of May, on the 16th at CFO Cala, on the 18th at the Villages. And once again, I mean, you are in your element when you're up there talking and being passionate about retirement.
0: You know, I still think to this day, after doing radio and TV for all these years, the classes are still my favorite. Mm-hmm. I get up there. And uh, I came from dancing on stage, so I'm doing a song and dance on stage. <laughs> but I'm doing it by educating people. I wasn't that great at ever singing, number one. We didn't really <laughs> sing. Or, but dancing I was good at. But I'm going to tell you, it's something about educating people mm-hmm. and getting them in the know, getting them prepared before they retire. If they already retired, kind of show them some hazards they might run into that they never considered. So it pleases me because I see people's faces. And for me, and they get those aha moments, especially in the class it just keeps me going. I could have the longest day. I could be absolutely exhausted. And I step foot in that class and it is another version of me. I love it. Even my staff for all these years are like, how do you do it? I'm like, I just do it. because yeah. I love it.
1: <laughs> well, a little later on in the show today, we're going to actually go through a list, which are the six common mistakes that people make in retirement. So uh, it'll be a little kind of a preview of what happens at Zinnia U. So if you would like to sign up for one of the classes, you can do it two different ways. ZinniaWealth.com. You can click on the button that says events. A calendar opens up and you'll see them right there. And if May doesn't work for you, we've got plenty of things happening in June, July, and through this summer. Yeah. You can also give us a call and get your reservation because we do need to know who's coming. 833-368-3680 is our number. So we're going to have kind of a theme as we go through the show today because people, as they come through the door, are interested in really three things. Whether you know this or you don't know this, you're interested in protecting your money, Growing your money and building income in retirement. Right. These are really the th- – and pretty much everything falls into that category. So, when Wait, we,
0: but the one thing they don't like doing is paying taxes on their money.
1: Well, but that goes into the protection, <laughs> right? Because yeah. we need to protect you against Uncle Sam and all his taxes. So mm-hmm. it all kind of falls into that category. So if you think about money in the market, and a lot of people are uncomfortable with money in the market because there's risk involved – You know, when you think about risk, you think about a casino. You can go to a casino, and they will literally give you a sheet that tells you the odds of winning in every single game. Hmm. If you go into the stock market, you don't get that sheet, do you? (laughs) It's your job to tell us about that. Now,
0: how do you know this, Randy? Randy?
1: because I've lost a little bit at the casino, but you are the luckiest person I've ever (laughs) seen in a casino. Oh, my
0: gosh. We don't want to tell people
1: that. Every time I'm with her, she wins. Maybe it's us together. I'm not exactly sure. I know. It's fun. But figuring out the risk of the stock market, people have different appetites for different things. And this is a place where we talk about protecting your money. I know I need to grow my money. I know I need to use the market, but I'm still uncomfortable there. That's a big, di- big discussion.
0: It's such a big discussion because we've been trained our entire lives, conventional financial wisdom, buy and hold and mm. never sell. And what happens as we near retirement, there's some new rules you really do have to follow, and it's not going to be quite the same. And as we have this rocket ship moving forward, eventually we're going to catch the tail of this rocket, and we're going to get burned. Right. And so it's okay, maybe the younger we are in a different season of life, but when we're entering retirement and we're in that retirement red zone five or 10 years before retirement, that's not the time to play catch up. That's the time to maybe take some poker chips off the table and reconsider some strategies. And without risking growth, there's protective strategies out there without risking growth that do well when the market goes up and do even better when the market goes down, right? So
1: here's something I've learned from you too. When we talk about the stock market, I'm using my air quotes right now, the stock market, you don't have to be at high risk to be in the stock market. There are yeah. places within the stock market that are lower risk, mm-hmm. that are options that many of us probably don't even know about.
0: I know. Um, I mean, go back to 2008. The stock market, the S&P 500 dropped like 50.1% over an 18-month period. Right. What a devastating time. And then in 2000, 2002, 33-month decline, markets dropped even further for some people. The tech bible, Enron, you know, name that, all those things. But the biggest thing is if you lose 30% in the market, Randy, you— have to make 43% to get back to even.
1: A lot of people don't know that. That's that's no. weird math, but it's true, isn't it?
0: And it sounds like, well, Sharice, that's easy. Mm-hmm. We can make 43%. But here's the deal. If you have a million dollars and you just lost 30%, well, now you're at $700,000. Mm-hmm. So you're starting from $700,000 to get back to even. So 43% means squat ski, in yeah,
1: my opinion, right.
0: because you need a lot more running room to dig yourself out of that hole to get back to even. And that's why it takes five years to get back to even. A lot of people are like, five years? No, when I was working streets, it took me two and a half to three years.
1: Because you were putting money in. Yeah, well,
0: you were contributing to your 401ks. Well, of course, (laughs) you know. So um, now that we're retired, we have to worry about something called sequence of returns risk. It's a sequence of returns you receive when you start pulling money out of your account early in retirement. I would say the first five years in retirement. And most people have never heard of it until they come into our office or they come to our class or maybe listen to our radio show. And the, the key here is, you can run out of money. Yeah, I heard another advisor say, oh, I've never met anybody who's run out of money. Mm-hmm. I have. Okay. I've seen people that have $1.5 million, and after the 2008 crash, I've never met them before. I've been working with them saying, hey, this is what you got to do. You know they only have three hundred grand left. Mm. You know because the advisor said, "Yeah, take six percent out. You're fine. You're never going to run out of money." I'm and
1: like, that's when they come to you, say, so "Shirley, help." You know, I and, know at and, that I, point. and I really
0: can't do much except for say, "Okay, I'll be a financial planner, and we'll do, take some inventory, and we got to cut this back and this back and this back." It's a hard story, and that's not retiring stress free. We want to enter retirement stress free, and when you turn in those keys to your employer, and say, "I'm done," and you collect the very last paycheck. There needs to be another paycheck coming in. So this is part of our protective growth strategy. So we know we got to have some money in the market to cover inflation, hopefully leave it legacy at the end of the day. But we also need to be able to have leverage to maintain our income, make sure it's shirt up, it's buttoned up, that you can continue to do those trips even during your go-go years, that first 10 to 15 years in retirement, what's out the market on your back.
1: Gotcha. Right? It just reminds me of, you know, guys are are do-it-yourselfers, and we all want to take a shot at fixing something. I remember one time when my, uh, my lawnmower broke, right? I, I came home, and there was a big pool of oil underneath my lawnmower. I was like, okay, it's just a gasket. I can fix this. <laughs> so in I go, you know, with the socket wrenches, and in I go. I came out with more parts than what, you know, <laughs> why, why are all these parts left over? And you come to the, the mechanic, and you say, okay, I tried my best. Here's what's left. Please fix it. I don't want that happening to you in your <laughs> retirement. Come in with a bushel basket full of, of parts and yeah. say, please fix it. So yeah. I, I think the key here, what we're saying is don't let it go down to begin with. Don't let the damage be done.
0: Well, what's Warren Buffett's two rules?
1: Don't lose money. Number
0: one, don't lose money. Number two,
1: see rule number one.
0: See <laughs> rule there's a reason why this big guy yeah. is like pretty smart. Mm-hmm. He makes some pretty great decisions, even though we don't have the money Warren Buffett has. But that's why we really gotta think. Uh, in retirement specifically right if you're tucking money away and you're going to work every day and you're taking the kids to school and you're saving your retirement accounts and you're just paying your basic tax bill you know and you're 40 years old you know the roller coaster ride is normal you know don't sell it comes back and you know you don't want to miss the returns and make bad moves so but when we're in retirement and living off our dollars for the first time that sequence of returns risk is the first time in history you've added another risk to your portfolio. Mm -hmm. You always had market risk. You always had inflation risk. You always had interest rate risk. You have longevity risk. And now, congratulations, (laughs) you've got your Medicare card, you're collecting Social Security, and now you got sequence of returns risk, right? And, And so people are like, what is that? And that is the reason why the number one fear in retirement is running out of money, because the sequence of returns people had, thinking they could do what they used to do back in the day, as the market's going down and they're saying, well, I've done this before. A bit. It'll always come back. And then two years later, you're saying, uh-oh, it's you got not. two choices. You're either going to go back to work, which you don't want to do, and or you're going to tell your wife that, hey, we can't go on trips for five years. And neither is a stress-free retirement. So don't turn in the keys of retirement and trade the stress of work for the stress of retirement.
1: There's a whole different mm-hmm. dynamic. You've been saving your whole life and putting money in. There comes a tipping point where you're going to start taking money out. So you are going to be a drain on your portfolio. That we can deal with but what if the market is also taking money out? What if taxes are also taking money out? You're getting the one, two, three punch here, and we don't want that for you in your retirement years. It takes some planning. And as Sharice always says, let's do the math. Let's sit down, find out where your money is, what it's doing, how it's performing. Are you headed for a tax problem? Are you at too much risk so that we see a market decline really hurts you badly. We don't want any of that. So give us a call at Zinnia Wealth, 833-368-3680, 833-368-3680, or use our website. This is so easy. ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. There's a big blue box there. It says complimentary retirement consultation. Just click on that and we'll ask you to put in a little information. Our team will reach out to you. We'll get the papers out on the table and let's have the conversation. We do that at no charge. We're going to take a break and continue with more Retirement Coffee Talk. And welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Charisse Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. You can find us online at ZinniaWealth.com, which is Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. Uh, you're listening to this show, you're probably seeing retirement off there in the distance. Maybe you're actually in retirement right now and you're working your way through that and you might need a little help along the way. That is why we are here. That is why we have this show. Give Sharice a call or give Sharice a look on the website. You can actually contact them there. And there's a big blue box there. It says complimentary retirement consultation. We'll do that for you at no charge. Take a look at all the moving pieces and see how we might be able to help. ZinniaWealth.com. All right, so, Sharice, we're back into baseball season. I mean, we're working our way through hockey playoffs and basketball playoffs, but baseball's going on right now, and I found this pretty interesting. Uh, Hall of Famer Ken Griffey Jr., you know the name, he hasn't been with the Cincinnati Reds since 2008, yet he is the third highest player on their roster right now. That's amazing. (laughs) He's been gone for all this time. He's still getting paid. Why is that? Because Ken Griffey Jr. elected to defer some of his salary, defer his income for later in life. And we hear this all the time. Mm -hmm. Musicians do it. Actors do it. Athletes do it. They defer their income till later. So you're in your working years and you're saying, this is great, but I got to save some of this for later. Right. And this is a big mystery for many of us. We come in with that 401k. How do we make that last? How do we defer it till later?
0: There are some really cool alternatives out there. We hear about baseball players all the time. Mm-hmm. They're super smart. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, really well, are. I mean, <laughs> you go all the way back to Babe Ruth's time. Yeah. He was one of the last of the Mohicans that still had money and still could click his heels and go do whatever he wanted because he didn't lose a dime. Interesting. Because he delayed his income and he decided to do income checks. Okay. Instead of lump sums, which I thought was interesting. I learned that later in life in this industry. So there's different ways you can delay your income mm-hmm. and double it, you know, 10, 20 years down the road, then versus this saying, hey, I got a pile of money, I'll just keep saving it, and we'll just take a little piece off the top, even though there's no guarantee those, those pieces are going to last for right. 30 years while you're retired. So neat strategies, very smart, they're out there, and there's a bunch of different ways you can manage a portfolio and manage your systemized income checks. So in my opinion, delaying income on some of your dollars makes sense. So we do a strategy called the 40 30 2010 strategy. Part of that is delaying some of our income for 10 years down the road. So if somebody comes to us and they're 55 or 60, and they're like, I wanna retire, can I retire today? And we'll do the math and I'll say, yep, you can retire today or nope, you gotta wait three years and Mm -hmm. keep saving, but you're in route. What will happen, for example, say you're 58. At 68, we're gonna generate a guaranteed income for the rest of your life and for the rest of your spouse's life, which is a beautiful thing. And if you both happen to pass away early in life, your kiddos get the asset. Mm -hmm. They get the lump sum, Mm -hmm. which is really nice. It's a little different than the pensions you get at your employer's office.
1: They disappear. They
0: disappear. You just husband and wife gets the income if they made that smart choice. Um, And then if you die early, it's gone, right? So I don't like that type of planning because there's so many other alternatives out there that, in my opinion, do a much better job. So... What is interesting that if you have a million bucks and let's say you had $3 million and we kind of strategize and we kept a million dollars in the stock market and we did some dividend stuff over here and some speculative stuff over here and we knew we weren't touching this money for 10 to uh, 15 years and then we had a bucket with a million dollars and we said, hey, we're not going to touch this for 10 years, but this million dollars is going to generate you and your wife uh, $120,000 for the rest of your life no matter how long you live. And people are like, wow, that's great. I mean, I can take $120,000 from a million dollar portfolio in 10 years and just keeps paying, paying, paying every month forever and ever. And it's guaranteed. So it's a kind of a cool strategy. And then you have this bucket the the now bucket. We're 58, we're retired. We have 10 years. These are our go-go years. This is where we, the the absolute healthiest people we can be. This is where you're excited and you want to go travel and do those dreams you never got to do before. And then maybe do some hobbies at the same time. So we need money, cash flow for that because you're 58, you can't collect social security yet, right? 62 to 70 is social security. So we want to make sure those dollars have major, major protection strategies built in.
1: So it's kind of like, I mean, your whole life you've been saving for this period of time. You're setting money aside for the future. Mm -hmm. So you kind of get the concept there. But then when you arrive at that future Mm -hmm. and you're 65, 67 years old, whenever you want to retire, now there's this block of money. And you say, okay, so I just peel a little off the top. Well, maybe not because if the stock the money's got to be someplace. If it's in the stock market, it goes down, and then we run into that sequence of returns that you're talking.
0: Sure, about. and I just got to throw this out there because it drives me crazy. People come in they're like, I got a 401k. This is my retirement plan. It's a great plan. I'm like, that's not a plan. It's just custodian holding it's a 401k your money.
1: plan. 401k charging
0: yeah. you astronomical amount of fees and right. ripping you off and doing nothing. That's not a plan. And then people will come in. It's like, well, I took my 401k and rolled it to an IRA, and I'm with this other advisor, big time advisor. I'm like, okay, great what are you invested in? They say, oh, the 60-40 portfolio. I was like, you think the 60-40 portfolio is a plan? Yeah, that's what they said. We're going to take 5% from that every year. I'm like, well, how did your 60-40 portfolio weather last year? Well, It went down. I'm like, yeah, 40% of your portfolio went down 15%, and the other 60 went down 25 How's that set up mm-hmm. for a plan? Mm-hmm. I was like, a plan is a 40-30-20-10 portfolio. And they're like, what is that? I'm like, that's my own strategy. But... Billing out different income checks through those different strategies is going to be key because the 60-40 portfolio I don't think it's gonna do what it used to do.
1: Yeah, the whole bond idea of Mm -hmm. 40% in bonds I mean bonds are suffering horribly right now with interest rates going up and there's probably going to come a time over the next six months or so where the Fed may pause right and somewhere along the line they may cut I read an article this week that said here was the situation in 2008. The market was going up and the Fed was cutting interest rates. And we hmm. still went into 2008. We yeah. still went into the recession. So all of Wall Street's saying we can't wait until they start cutting rates because that's going to turn us around. Not necessarily.
0: Right. It's kind of scary. And you know what? I always say history repeats itself, but they it repeats itself differently. Mm-hmm. And we're going through Repetition from back in the 1920s and 1870s, and even I would call it 1980s, mm-hmm. but there's different elements that are involved this time. It makes no sense when you have this inverted yield curve. Typically, you have a you better recession afterwards. What that is because
1: nobody's <laughs> inverted. Now she's talking financial again. All right, what is an inverted yield curve? This is not a
0: gymnastics move. <laughs> so the best way to explain this on radio is it's when short-term bonds make more money than long-term. Okay, and that's hi- simple. Simple. And that doesn't way. make
1: any sense. No, the no, longer we, you put your money in, the more you should get paid.
0: Exactly. And historically, that's how it always works. So we've been in this inverted yield curve for quite some time now. And every time we see it in history, I can't say every time, but a high percentage, it always followed a recession. Okay. But here's the problem. And then when we're going through this recession, then the market goes down. What's happened recently is the market's gone down. And we're seeing this inverted yield curve. But that doesn't make any sense because the market should be going down to later when we're in this recession. Okay. So everything's really backward. So we're trying to do the math and really stay forward thinking on this because we don't know. No advisor knows. I don't care who you're talking to, Raymond James, Ever Jones, Wells Fargo. It doesn't matter. We don't know. We don't have a crystal ball. But things are different, and they're very scary today. And all I know is that you need to be protecting your personal economy. If you're getting ready to retire, even if it's five years— you gotta be super careful. A lot of people want to chase this rocket, mm-hmm. and uh, at the very final hour, because they're like, oh, "I didn't save enough. I, I need. I feel like I need to be riskier." But they don't know because I would think that too if I wasn't a financial advisor, and um, that makes sense. But that's what you don't want to do because it's not what you make; it's what you keep. This close to retirement and in retirement.
1: Well, this is one of those times right now that's very, very uncertain too. Because here we see all of these talking heads on these financial networks talking about pullbacks of 25, 35, even 45 percent. I've even heard more than that. So we're not out of the woods yet. And so this is not the time to double down and say, I'm a little bit behind. I'm going to put more risk into the market. This is not that time. But it is that time to have a conversation about your retirement and figuring out how you protect your money, how you grow your money and how you develop income with your money,
0: how you don't run out of money.
1: There you go. Give us a call at Zinnia Wealth. Here's our number, 833-368-3680. You can find us online at ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com. There's a big blue box there that says Complimentary Retirement Consultation. If you click on that, we'll ask you to put in a little information there. Our team reaches out to you. Let's get a date, a time in the office where Sharice can sit down with you and go through this. Where is your money? How is it performing? Are you headed for some difficulties? is that money going to last? Let's just answer the question for you. Are you going to be okay? And that's really what you want to know. Again, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com. We're going to take a break and we're going to continue talking about protection, income, and growth. What do you have to protect your money against? Of course, the market, but what about Uncle Sam? Yeah, protecting against high taxes and needless taxes in your retirement. We'll get into that coming up next on Retirement Coffee Talk. Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, you can find us at ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A, Wealth.com, or give us a call at 833-368-3680. If it's time to talk about your retirement, Sharice is here ready to listen and to help. And today's theme on the show, we're talking about three things that everybody should be looking for. You're probably looking for it, you just don't know it. Uh, Protecting your money, growing your money and building income on your money. Protection, income, and growth. And there's a lot of different ways to protect your money, and one of them is against taxes. Now, I don't know if you watch Saturday Night Live anymore, but Michael Chi is one of the anchors on Weekend Update, and he also does stand-up, and he actually, right around tax season, was doing a stand-up about taxes. When you have taxes taken, you get a job every week, and they just take the taxes out of your check. They just take it. You don't get a choice. You just take it, and they keep taking it to the end of the year, where they're like, hey, I think we might have took
0: too much. <laughs> Here's $500 back. Go buy yourself some sneakers or something. <laughs> And you're like, thanks, government. We're going to Red Lobster tonight. This is amazing. (laughs) I love tax time. That's funny. But
1: that is taxes really in our working years. We have taxes taken out of our check. And then there's April 15th where you either get money back or you pay money in. And that's really taxes in for about 40 or 50 years of your life, right? But then in retirement, taxes change because Mm -hmm. suddenly you have to worry about things like capital gains taxes. (laughs) I'm taking my money out of a stock. Now that's different. I'm gonna get taxed every time I take money out of my four hundred one K. That's different. Yeah. And and Sharice, taxes in retirement, I understand that there's a hundred thousand pages in the tax, you know, book. We've got to use that book in order to use it to our advantage.
0: Have you read that book?
1: No, I haven't. I I leave that to the professionals. So
0: there's like 284 pages. And if you need good sleeping material, (laughs) just start reading. So I started to dial into this document with all these changes. And it's so convoluted with just junk. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, really? That didn't make sense. How would the average person even understand this, right? Right. And so trying to dissect what the government, (laughs) Mm -hmm. I was trying to explain to you, is brain boggling. And you know I do worry about taxes going up. Number 1, I'm not optimistic because I feel like our government doesn't know basic economics unfortunately. some well, people they can't aren't figure like that. out
1: a budget right now. I mean, and in a, a debt ceiling and all of that yeah. stuff. So so yeah, yeah
0: taxes are going to go up in our entire lives. We have just been taught put our heads down, go to work, take the kids to school, save in these retirement plans. Don't get the Roth IRA. We don't want to plan for tax-free because we're going to be in a lower tax bracket in the future. And the myth is that's not necessarily true. And a lot of people stay in the same tax bracket and or they're in a higher tax bracket. Very few people that I come across are actually going to be in a lower tax bracket. And I think that becomes a shocker to people because paying this tax bill for 30 years in retirement it will likely be one of your largest expenses in retirement and people don't even know about
1: it. All right. that That's a, a major statement right there. Taxes may be your number one expense yeah. in retirement. I think it's going to be my travel, my everyday expenses, mm-hmm. if I'm still paying a mortgage, whatever like that. You say taxes are going to be my biggest expense.
0: Yeah, and most likely because most people saved in the 401k mm-hmm. or the IRAs. Because they, they let's say you had $100,000 in income and you're like, oh, I don't want to pay taxes on this. We always do this. Nobody ever wants to pay the tax bill. But my advice is pay the dang tax bill so that when you enjoy your retirement dollars, you're paying less in taxes if you plan accordingly. So the biggest thing is you make $100,000, you contribute $25,000 to your 401k. So you're only paying taxes on Seventy five thousand of your income. Right. Right. And all that twenty five thousand dollars in the next 30 years as you're growing your wealth mm-hmm. is a hundred percent tax deferred. Okay. And one day you're going to have to pay Uncle Sam. And Uncle Sam wants you to wait to that glorious day. It used to be seven and a half. And now you have to by law because the required minimum distribution rules pull money out by 73. Mm-hmm. And that's when. Uncle Sam's like, hey, 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 got some money. (laughs) Finally, now you're going to pay triple the tax bill than what you could have back in the day. So I am a fan of contributing to your 401k up to a certain amount, but also trying to contribute to a Roth if you can, but there's some income limitations. But we have to worry about this tax problem. And unfortunately people don't want to pay the taxes when they're younger. We're just, we're trying to afford the next trip we can go <laughs> right, on or right. college tuition for the kiddos have to time. Kick the can the down the road. Kick the can down the road. And if they knew what I knew, or if they could look at their, their younger self now that they're 60, they're, they always say, where were you 20 years ago? So I'm like, oh, I was here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just weren't listening yet. Mm-hmm. You weren't ready to hear. Mm-hmm. So we go into these stages of lives where we're ready to listen. We're like, uh-oh. Like, this yeah. morning, I looked in the mirror. I'm like, oh, my receding hair. I'm like, gosh, Susie Orman, like a year ago, said, I wish I would have taken better care of my body. I'm like, I should be listening to those right. those notes of the, the person who's been there.
1: Well, one of the things that I find interesting that you talk about and you do is when you sit down with somebody, you start to project, you know, what are fees going to be, not just for this year, but for 25 years. Right. What are taxes going to be, not just for this year, but for 25 years? And when you start to look at that number for 25 years, then you see, taxes could be your biggest expense.
0: It really can, and I'll tell you. Let's just say you're in the ten percent tax bracket right now, and you're married filing jointly right now. Okay. And then one of you pass away, we have a widow's penalty we have to worry about. And do you know when you pass away, your the spouse still alive in the house, their taxes almost double. They, they go up the head of household. Pay- you're yes. not, now
1: you're single, and single people get whacked.
0: Exactly, and then when the second spouse passes. Well, guess what? Now we have a kiddos penalty mm-hmm. because now they are higher earning income earners, obviously, at this point of the game. And then they've got to cash out this IRA over 10 years. Talk about now that tax is bumped up to 30 to 40, maybe 50 percent on the legacy you always intended to leave. So,
1: and that's Uncle Sam's plan.
0: And that is Uncle Sam's plan, and they don't want you to know about this at all. <laughs> and so the Roth IRA, we love the traditional Roth IRA, because all the growth in this Roth IRA is tax-free. Yet, if somebody comes and sees me and they have a million bucks, usually only about 50000 to 100000 is even in the Roth because it came out in the 90s, mm-hmm. and the advisor said, you're going to be in a lower tax bracket in the future. And sometimes advisors just don't know what they don't know, because what ended up happening, that was not the case.
1: You're listening to Retirement Coffee Talk with Sharice Rivers. And today we have three major topics that we're hitting. We're talking about protecting your money, growing your money and the income you build with your savings, protection, income and growth. One of the ways to protect your money is against Uncle Sam's plan. The fact that they want us to keep that money in that 401k as long as possible because it grows and we're all happy about that, but the tax bill is bigger as well. So this brings in the whole idea then of getting into your 60s and saying, I've put all my money in a 401k can I push some of this out of here? Can I convert mm-hmm. it over to a Roth? Yes. Little bits at a time. This is something you do.
0: I love doing this. Mm-hmm. So what clients don't like about it is that when we do this, you have to pay the taxes. Right. And you cannot pull money out of an IRA to pay the tax bill because that just makes everything so much worse. And the math doesn't make sense. We have to have some cash flow somewhere else. So there's some big time strategies we build into this tax planning process that I've yet to even see any other advisor in the country do, which is interesting. But yet we figured it out to help the client save in the future to keep more money in their pocket by paying just a little bit more each year for the next 10 years. And man, if I get 10 years to work with a client before they retire and we can start etching in this plan, it is is so dynamic i get so excited about that but a lot of people come to me the year before they retire it's too late but it, honestly it's not too late so we have this nice income and then we're getting ready to retire and now you can touch your retirement accounts because you're 59 and a half and you're going to pull the trigger at 60 and leave work so now we don't have income right some people might have a pension but the people who don't they're living off their asset And so the cool thing, it depends where you've saved your money. Is it in a tax-deferred bucket? Is it in a tax-free bucket? Or is it in a taxable bucket? And it all depends where those dollars have been saved to how I can implement a really, really strong tactical tax strategy. And our tax team will help people with that. This is one of our specialties. And it's key to start doing it now. So 60 years old is not too late. 70 years old is not too late. It just depends what your goals are for the future. Do we want to leave a legacy tax-free? Do we want to have tax-free income? Because we can get people in a lower tax bracket in the future, and we can, some people, we could even get them to a zero tax bracket. Mm. But we got to put our heads down, got to do some work, and you got to listen.
1: And this is why it's so important to get a a jump on it. I know you might say, well, retirement's five years away. I don't really have to start talking about that now. Come on in. Let's start talking about it now. The earlier you come in, the more time we have to work with you and do things like systematic withdrawals from your 401k over to a Roth, paying the taxes a little bit at a time and take some of that bite out of what might happen in your 70s. Give us a look on the website, ZinniaWealth.com, Z-I-N-N-I-A Wealth.com, or give us a call at 833-368-3680, and let's talk through it. Are you a good candidate for a 401k to Roth 401k conversion? Maybe all your money's in that 401k. It's worth talking about. Well, you mentioned Social Security, and as we talk through protection, income, and growth, let's talk about what will be a big check for us in our retirement years, and that is Social Security. But there are some Nervousness about Social Security right now. Mm -hmm. Some recent headlines have said they're going to start cutting benefits back earlier. Now it's in the year 2033. This is David Dooley. He is the founder of the Social Security Risk Score. Here's what he had to say about that.
0: It's really unfortunate because if you're someone that has done the right things, paid
1: into the system, accumulated assets, want to live a great retirement
0: life and have a decent amount of income in that, you're kind of in the crosshairs of. the government coming after some of that money to shore up, to pay your fair share. And so
1: we think now's the time to get ahead of it. Now's the time to meet with your financial advisor and say, What can we do? What can we plan? What are the what ifs? It's a big revelation to find out your social security check could be taxed. Mm-hmm. It's another revelation to find out that your social security check might be less than what you thought or that the government promised you. But these are this is what we're up against.
0: This is a, a tough time period. And there's a lot of fear being spread out with the markets and Social Security and everything that you can think of right now, right? Or interest rates, Mm. presidents. There's
1: (laughs) just so much out there, yeah.
0: And how do you keep control of all your emotions and make sure you're doing the right thing? Because I will tell you this, Social Security has some issues, you know? There's 10,000 people retiring every day, and gosh darn it, they want their Social Security check, right? But
1: they should get it because you put money
0: in. (laughs) Agreed. And so there's fear by 2032 that they're going to be cutting your checks, what, 23%? Mm -hmm. Could you imagine being retired? And all of a sudden, 10 years into retirement, they're going to cut your check almost 25%, and you're thinking, well, where did I pull that money from? Sharice already said I can't take more than this amount or we'll run out of money, so I would never say that because we're already implementing that kind of plan. We are showing people what if income drops 15 percent. Where are those dollars coming from? And we're putting it on paper. We're putting it up on the big screen showing even at a high inflation rate of 4 percent for the next 30 years and a low return of three. Have we saved enough based on all the data points to actually weather what might come to be true? And... Um, Some people, the case is, no, they're not going to weather it very well. And some people are going to be just fine. And doing the math to that and just knowing where you sit today so you can be prepared for that, because we don't know. I'm a little optimistic on the Social Security world because, man, if they start lowering benefits and they don't come up with a plan or they don't do a bailout here, which is printing money, which is horrible for all of us, but that's what's going to have to happen. Talk about march down Washington Street. Well, right? yeah.
1: You think about what's going on in France. They're oh they're, they're all demonstrating and turning cars and burning things because they moved the retirement age up. Yeah. If they were to mess with retirement and, and Social Security in our country, I think we'll have the same thing.
0: Well, I, I think it would hurt the market, too, because well, it, yeah. now retirees are saying, hey, um, we can't go on our trips. We just okay. lost this much income. I'm like, that's a depressing retirement. Or We can't do these extra hobbies or we can't do this with the grandkids. I mean, that is not a stress-free retirement. So implementing this income plan And figuring out how to supplement Social Security is going to be key um, now and forever because I think we're always going to hear this conversation. We're always going to be almost belly up and then there's always going to be printing the the, uh, machine again. So how do we prepare for it? Well, you know what? You live by design, not by default. You're prudent about your decisions. You're talking about your decisions with someone other than your neighbor, Bubba, or your kids, right? Uh, So come in and sit down with a professional. Uh, You know, and, and there's different professionals out there. There's the retirement planner. There's a regular financial planner. There's a stock jock. And, you know, the stock jock is really for early on. And then there's that retirement planner for later years, right? Because they know how to protect. They know how to grow. They know how to figure in the inflation plan. So you you do got to, you know, jump and, you know, have a leap of faith and find a retirement planner because there is a right planner for the right season and phase of life that you are in today, whether you're 40, 50, 60, or 70. There's different advisors out there. And one of the key things is, Make sure, in my opinion, you're choosing a fiduciary advisor because it's a whole different ballgame. And I love being a fiduciary in, in this industry. I like to brag about it because it's tough. The, it's tough as nails being a fiduciary. But what's not tough is doing the right thing for the client. And that's why you want to work with a fiduciary. So,
1: Well, if you have set up an account at ssa.gov and you probably know what your Social Security check is going to look like, maybe it's going to be $3,000 a month to give you a round figure. Well, if they cut it back by 20%, that means it's $2,300 a month. Where's that $700 going to come from? That is what Sharice can do for you. Let's fill that gap, that income gap. Protection, income, growth is what we're talking about Mm -hmm. today. Let's get all three working for you. Give us a call. Give us a look at our website. And let's sit down and have an appointment about it zinniawealth.com z-i-n-n-i-a wealth.com click on that big blue box that says complimentary retirement consultation we'll do that for you at no charge or give us a call 833-368-3680 six common mistakes people make before retirement we'll go through them coming up next on retirement coffee talk Welcome back to Retirement Coffee Talk with Charisse Rivers at Zinnia Wealth. Online, find us Z I N N I A Wealth.com. All right, so six common mistakes that people make before retirement. I'll run through them real fast here taking Social Security too early, working while you take Social Security, mm-hmm. being too aggressive or too conservative with your investments, overexposure to just one stock or asset class, not knowing how much to withdraw and not having an estate plan or a plan for long-term care. So we just talked about Social Security in our last segment. A lot of people want to take Social Security because of just what we talked about. I'm worried it's going to go away. Yeah. And then they take it and they keep working. Mm-hmm. And now you've added that on to your income, and now everything's taxed. I know. So this is a real problem, isn't it?
0: It is. You have to worry about a new tax formula. It's called the Provisional Income Formula when you're collecting Social Security. And then on top of it, if you have wages coming in, um, there's so many things you got to figure out. I am the guru of Social Security. And the one thing I will tell you, the earliest you can take Social Security is 62. The latest is 70. And if you wait till full retirement age, which is right between 66 and 67, you get delayed retirement credits that average about 8% a year. That's good 70. Oh, yeah, you can have a massive amount of income later. So sometimes it's worth it to wait. But people are waiting less and less now because the new... Noise on the street is, hey, Social Security is going to be deducting from your mm-hmm. paychecks 25% almost for the rest of your life thereafter. And so now people are like, I want to take it at 62. Um, I don't want to wait till 67 trees. And I definitely don't want to wait till 70. And I get it. The panic-strickening thoughts that are yeah. going through the people getting ready to retire and or in retirement. So let me just go through some of these myths on Social Security. So number one, if you collect Social Security at 62 and you're working, Social Security, when you make a certain amount of money every month, it's based on a monthly number, okay? I don't want to give you the number because I don't know when we're going to hear the show. But <laughs> when you hit that number, they take $1 of every $2 out of your Social Security check. Mm. $1 of every $2. So you might not really have a Social Security check, right? right? And then when you hit full retirement age, they take $1 of every $3 out. And when the month you turn full retirement, let's say that's May 6th, mm-hmm. then May 1st, you're allowed to work all you want, and they won't take any money out of Social Security check, but there is something called Senior Citizen Freedom to Work Act, and it does say, when you do hit full retirement, we're going to pay you all the money back that we took out, but you have to live long enough because we're going to spread it out all over the next 25 years based on life expectancy. So you need to know the rules, and that's important, and if you should or should not collect, because if you collect at 62, really when maybe you should be collecting at 67, when you, you know you might retire, it might be better to wait. So we'll do the math for you when you come in because I think that's going to be key.
1: I think it's key that to wait if you can Mm -hmm. and then have an income gap there that Sharice can help you build that income while you Mm -hmm. wait to get to 70 or wherever you want to go. Being too conservative or too aggressive with their investments, I'm sure you've seen both. People come in, they look like a 35-year-old investor, (laughs) but they're 65, or they were so scared by 2008 that they pulled back the reins and they never got back in.
0: Yeah, so this one is... Being too conservative or too aggressive with their investments. Mm -hmm. I've seen them both. Yeah. And you can get in trouble by being too conservative or too aggressive. There is a middle ground. I like to take a balanced approach, have a little at risk maybe. But then there's those people out there that say, hey, Sharice, I don't want any losses. I I have a million. And you better not lose me one dime in that 1000000 like, oh, I got to get creative. But we can do that. And we're, and we're not substituting returns. We're just putting it in a different investment vehicle and having more of a conservative return. So there's a way to do it. Just working with the right planner to help you do that. So being too conservative, though, depending on the phase of life you're in, you, you know, early you are in age. If you're 30, 40, and 50, we, we want to take a little bit more risk. That's typical. But right five years before retirement is where we want to start dialing reconsidering, back. dialing it back. So there there's a middle ground.
1: And then where do you put your money? This next one here says overexposure to one stock or one asset class. And we all know what happened with Enron. You know, everybody put their money in Enron. <laughs> God, in their awful. 401ks, they lost it all. Yeah. And don't put all your eggs in one basket, said mom. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's good advice.
0: It is really good advice. And if you're going on your own, you're like, Sharice, I'm going to manage this money myself. You know, no more than 5% of your total portfolio in each stock, right? Mm-hmm. I get people who come in that have a million bucks and 500 in Amazon and 200s in Apple, and I love those companies, but the last few years, they didn't do so good, and if you're living off that money, this was a bad plan. So yes, we want those lovely stocks in there, and I just get excited about those, and you put them a couple bucks in there, and you set that bucket aside for the future, but we want some dividend stock. What about what about some good old, you know, Southern Company or uh, Duke Energy or some healthcare, Abbey V or Abbott? You know, there's so many other things you can be also splicing up in a diversified portfolio, but that's your risk portfolio. What about that safe part of your portfolio? So we want to be careful how much exposure you have to each stock. And I love Home Depot. I had one client come in with like $500,000 in Home Depot. I'm like, we've got to reduce this exposure mm-hmm. because they need it. And the reason why is because they need to live on a very large chunk of it. And that's part of that sequence of returns. Risk we got to be very careful about. As much as I love it, be How many times
1: have we heard people say, "Oh, that stock has been good to me." I know, well,
0: yeah, oh, I get it. Like Boeing, I had a client come in for the very first, it was a first appointment, and they had all of their assets in Boeing, and Boeing was almost at four hundred dollars a share. And she said, "My advisor told me not to sell it." I'm like, "Sell it, get out!" <laughs> and then what? And Take literally a year later, COVID happened. Yeah, and she called me. She's like, oh my God, Sharice, I didn't sell this. I'm still with that advisor. I was like, I should have listened to you. And that was my gut instinct. And I almost wanted to cry for the poor lady because I get it. You love your advisor, your stock jock you've had forever and they've grown your wealth. They don't have a darn flipping clue about safety and how to reduce exposure, but still have the same returns. You can find other stocks you're going to love just as much.
1: This show is about protection, income and growth. Three things that we have to have in mind here. So six common mistakes people are making before retirement. Taking Social Security too early, working while you're taking Social Security, being too conservative or too aggressive with your investments, overexposure to one stock or asset class. Next one is not knowing how much to withdraw. And now that to me means somebody with no income plan.
0: You know, this is actually a scary phase for the retiree. They're just like, Sharice, I don't know how much to withdraw. I've heard of this 4% rule, but my neighbor is using 6%. So really, what is it? And in what buckets do I pull out first like the biggest concern for people is what buckets do we pull out of so let's talk about this myth about this withdrawal strategy so they say don't take more than 4% out of your portfolio and you never run out of money this was created in the 90s where we had this anomaly and the Dow Jones went over a thousand percent and I don't think we're ever gonna see that again and they created it then mm-hmm. that's not happening anymore we're not getting those returns you used to be able to put your money in a mutual fund and every year you make 17 18% those were the wild wild west days that's just doesn't happen anymore So that 4% rule has to be carved back. And the cool thing is that we don't have to carve it back for our clients because of our 40, 30, 20, 10 strategy. We're actually giving more than 4% and we're guaranteeing it that it won't run out of money on some of those dollars. So implementing that plan with the right retirement planner, that right phase of life is going to be key.
1: Last one on the list here says not having an estate plan or a plan for mm-hmm. long-term care. It's a tough discussion, but it certainly is one that needs to take place at yeah. every meeting, and we will certainly talk to you about that. We're just about out of time yeah. here as we're we're running close on this segment here, but uh, you can check out our podcast, which is on our website. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts. We've today been talking about protection, income, and growth three things that you need in retirement. If you don't have all those boxes checked off, give us a look on our website and uh, click on that big blue box there. It says complimentary retirement consultation. It's a meeting with Charisse and the team to find out how you're doing. Are you going to be okay? Let's see if we can help. You can also give us a call at 833-368-3680. That is all the time we have for today. Charisse, I'll give you the last ah, word on this. Goodness.
0: One time just flies by way too fast. <laughs> well, you guys, uh, we've enjoyed this time with you. Thank you for taking your day out. to so hear what we have to say about prepping for retirement, live by design and not by default. And we'll see you here next week.
1: This has been Retirement Coffee Talk. To find out more about how the strategies we've discussed on this program can build the retirement you've been wanting, call Zinnia Wealth at 352-368-3680 or visit us online at zinniawealth.com.
0: So much, in In fact, fact, I I appreciate it. it more. Time, it turns out, is something to be respected. Like they say, it waits for no one. There was a time when I wished I could have some of it back. Now, I look at it differently. I can't bargain with time. I can't manipulate it. Just respect and make Make the most of it. it. Case in point, I've never once regretted the time I spend with my grandchildren. I can read to my granddaughter's class. Or when I grab my rod and reel and head off to the lake. No more rushed three-day weekends. Now when I do those things, I find it's time well spent. Now we leave on Tuesday. To be honest, I never thought retiring would be a good use of my time. But like I said, I look at it differently now. It kind of changes your perspective. Time is a gift, and so is taking some of my time to find someone who helped me plan. Plan for this time in my life, my My retirement. retirement. You can do what you want, but if it were me... I wouldn't waste one more moment of of time. time.
1: Make the time to plan for your retirement. Find us at Zinniowealth.com.